boys and girls, is Louisville's best podcast. A podcast about everything, nothing, and all things in between. We're excited that you, Louisville's best listeners, are here to join us. Ah, yes, another exciting episode with my best friends in the whole world. Even Brian, who's not here, who is climbing the heights of the Colt Stadium, waving <laughs> the American flag. We hope he's back safely next time. I'm going to watch that game, and I hope he jumps like from the top. It's a pregame. Maybe, he, maybe he's parachuting right? in. Ooh. Maybe maybe Brian is actually jumping in from one of the Army uh, planes that are going to fly over. He's just going to parachute and land at the 50-yard line. I can see it. I can see it. I mean... If it's going to happen to anybody, if anybody's going to get selected to parachute in a flag, it's Brian. Yeah, because the flag would be like attached to his ankle. And they just come mm-hmm. come in. <laughs> Don't and accidentally parachute in over D.C. <laughs> and set off a, a yeah. national security alert. Yeah, with my kids standing right underneath of him while you're coming down. All the everybody, every major politician in the world's flying by him in limousines and police cars. Oh, I was so mad. Oh, that's good stuff. Charlie. What's up, Tim? How are you, buddy? Fantastical. Charlie, what sea creature scares you the most? Oh, gosh. I only asked this question because we're still downstairs at John's house, and he's still got the aquarium screensaver up, and that eel is still giving me the eye. I'm going to go in limb and say anything in the ocean bothers me. That's good answer. Good answer. Aaron, first off, how are you? I'm doing great, Tim. Aaron, I told Kinsey the story the other day that you got to feed Shamu as a child, and how that is the, the Shamu, and how incredibly irresponsible that was of us <laughs> to let a four-year-old feed the Shamu down in Orlando. Oh yeah, they they just took me down front with no parents or anything. They just <laughs> broke me, walked down on a little deck, and I just handled the fish. And, yeah, the trainer was like holding you over the. Basically, yeah. dangling him over Shamu's face like he was yeah. like he was the fish. I mean, that'd been like what 1984, 1983. They didn't care. I was old then. enough to remember. I mean, kind of remember. Shamu swallows yeah. the hole. And they're like, "Oh, not again." Honestly, Aaron, that might be like my first memory of life. <laughs> it's you feeding Shamu. It's your older brother out to be eaten by Shamu, this giant whale. Aaron, what sea creature scares you the most? I was going to say something like, you know, a giant squid, like the Kraken or something. But I, I, I think those ones that look innocent, but when you, like if you touch them, they're deadly poisonous. You'll die. In so there. basically anything, anything in Australia. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's, you know, there's fish like a rock. You touch it, you're dead. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> there's like that teeny tiny microscopic jellyfish that can sting you in Australia. And if you don't tell somebody, like if you don't get help, like within three minutes, you suffocate. You yeah. just like swell up and die. And I'm like, all right, don't go in the ocean or anywhere hate, in Australia. I hate the ocean. I hate the ocean. <laughs> John, how are you? Ow. Sorry about that. Uh, that was me. Okay. I'm doing good. Another night. Another, another day. Another, another day in paradise. Yes. Another day in the John, you said mines. you hate the ocean. Is there any particular sea creature that frightens you? Oh, it's the. Um, it's anything with teeth. Anything with the, teeth. Uh, the barracuda. Those things are just insane. Mm. We uh we were when I was a kid we were off Pompano Beach, Florida, with my cousin, and he lived down there. And they they were we were snorkeling, mm-hmm. and we're out over this reef, and there's all these little fish everywhere, and they're swimming around. All of a sudden, they're just like, and they're gone, and we come up out of the water, and my cousin is just 
like there's a rooster tail behind him. He's trying to get back to the beach so fast. So we kind of stayed out there for a few months, came back in. We're like, okay, why'd you leave? And he was like, did you see them two big fish down there swimming around at the bottom and those little fish left? We're like, yeah. He was like, those were barracuda. They'll eat anything. My dad was like, well, that would have been nice to have known while we were out there. And well, I just, you know, I got scared. Yeah, me too, bud. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I just, and I don't, I don't like the ocean because they're like, you know, a great white shark can, can lie in wait in two and a half feet of water and he'll just bite your leg and i'm like no nah, i'm not going back in the ocean there i hate it there is some crazy video from yes. like orange beach of these people like standing like you know shin, yeah, ankle shin. deep and there's this crazy shark like they all see it and it's just going crazy and they're all kind of like ooh, ooh. and all of a sudden it starts coming to them and they're like <laughs> like yeah i would have already been like yeah goodbye see, i can't do that that's just that's just insane it's like if the water can get over your toes, a shark can be in it. And I'm like, no, they're under the sand. Those people that like take a beach shark and help get them back in the ocean. Yeah, what are you doing? And you're like grabbing its tail, and that shark's just like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh. I like the one video you saw that uh, saw that one time where like the kid was out in the ocean, and the shark started trying to attack him, and the guy runs out in the ocean, grabs the shark by the tail, and like pulls him up on the beach. It's like up. how you know how strong that dude had to be to do that. <laughs> I was wow. like, my goodness. Well, there was the one video where the guy's, like, wading in the ocean, and, like, the sharks are just, like, swimming around him, and he's, like, super happy, and then one grabs and, like, basically takes his entire calf muscle off. Yeah, that's just, oh, no thank you. And, and it was, this was, they didn't edit, this was on, like, craziest things caught on tape on, like, Fox. On, yeah. And uh, they didn't edit it. They had the full wound and everything. It was just... Ocean oh, cut fills with yes, blood and like 35 more sharks well, show up. That's exactly what happened. Like, he when it cut his calf muscle off, of course, he fell. And so all the people that were with him like ran and grabbed him and pulled him in because, yes, it drew a lot more sharks. Yeah, they were ev- probably everywhere. This was a... I, I don't remember what type of shark it was, but it was small. It was, you know... Oh, yeah. A little nurse shark, probably. Yeah. Things were just... When we were in, uh, we were in. Uh, Welcome to Shark Talk. Yeah, well, I mean, that's you got to start it now. She's a beep. We were in Daytona with the se- when seniors in 2012. They were probably out waist deep, some of them, and we got to watch it. And there's these fins start like coming up out of the water around them, and they all start. Oh, we're like, get in, and, they, and one of them goes, "It's dolphins," and these dolphins were coming in with like two or three feet of them, swimming around. And of course, one of them was like, "Dolphins can be just as deadly as a." Shark. I was mm-hmm. like, well, they can, but I don't think I'm going to have to worry about a dolphin biting somebody out there in the middle of the water. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy though because they were just they, like you could almost reach out and touch them. Yeah, they were so close. Those dolphins like to pick not me. People. The ocean wants to Dol- kill me. Dolphins assault you in other ways. Aaron. I'm God. just saying. Why? My favorite actor is Dolphin Lundgren. <laughs> anyway, I will. <laughs> <laughs> you instead of break you. Anywho, we're not talking about sea creatures tonight, even though that's where we went. Uh, in between podcasts, we were talking about uh, just childhood fun. And one of the things Charlie brought up was uh, just going to the arcade as a kid. So uh, for those who are unaware, uh, arcades were a very popular thing back in the day. It's where all the... They would basically have a huge building or a smaller building where you would go and they had all the different arcade games set up pinball you know anything from pac-man to the latest fighting game and uh it was a good place to go and spend all your money and and walk away with just the satisfaction of of 
playing as Michelangelo in the Ninja Turtles game or yeah. something like that. So uh, we're just going to take a few minutes to talk about the arcades we hung out as kids and some of our favorite arcade games. And so um, I actually wanted to kick it off, Aaron, because, you know, you always fill in the blanks of my memory. I remember, I want to say it was Texas. After church, we would go eat at this pizza place, I think. And they uh, always... Crystal's Pizza Palace? No, I don't think it was that one. I think it was like a... Just like a Pizza Hut or something. But they had an Altered Beast. And we always would go and try to play Altered Beast. And we were always terrible at it. Does that ring any bells to you, Aaron, at all? Uh, I mean, I'm, I remember playing Altered Beast quite a bit. But I don't remember the pizza place. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. But I remember like that was that was one of my first arcade game experience. You know, outside of Pac-Man, which everybody sees Pac-Man for the first time. But I just remember playing Altered Beast all the time and uh, being terrible at it, but playing it nonetheless. Uh, I know we have some other arcade games we'll talk about, but Charlie, where uh, what arcade game did you uh, did you hang out at as hang out at as a kid? The arcade that I was at most was the one in the Galleria here in Louisville. Because we would go to downtown Lula Science Center or just different different field trips a couple times a year, and because there weren't really anything close around this area of town. Now you had the several of the gas stations would have a machine or two, um, laundromats of course would have a machine or two, but the actual full arcade that I went to more than any was the one at the Galleria. And my favorite game I remember there was Marvel vs. Capcom. Just love that game, period. Such a good game. That was a good one. Sorry, that's me. Apologies. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom, who was your favorite person to uh, to play as? My favorite team was Captain America, Wolverine, and uh, War Machine. So you wouldn't even like... Because it was just straight Marvel vs. Capcom. That wasn't where you could actually mix it, right? You couldn't. No, you could mix and match, but I just preferred the Marvel characters over Capcom characters. Straight Marvel. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Occasionally, I would throw in some Ryu or Ken, especially when I was playing a lot of Street Fighter. But yeah, because I knew their moves. Their moves were the easiest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, uh, where were you arcading it? Oh man, when I was really young, there was an arcade at what? It's not. It's gone now. But Westland Mall had one in there. You you go in there and there was the Radio Shack. There was a movie theater. There's a Target, and then right next to it, there was like a off-brand Aladdin Castle in there. I can remember that. And then. I mean, I was little. I mean, not even really old enough to go in there and play games, but you get to go in there every once in a while and kind of stand on a stool and pretend like you're playing something. Mm-hmm. Or my dad give me a couple quarters or something. You go in there and play a couple games that you're absolutely terrible at. But the one I remember the most was probably the Aladdin's Castle out at the Jefferson Mall when they when it was the old school Jefferson Mall out there. They had um, how if you're not if you're from Louisville, you would know it. It had like the Walgreens, and then right across there was the Aladdin's Castle, and then. Right down from the Walgreens was the Orange Julius and the Burger King. It was all right there, kind of together. And my game of choice when I would go in there, if I was with friends, me and my buddy Kirk from next door would go out there sometimes. It was this old school game, and it was a fantasy game called Gauntlet. Yep. And that uh-huh. game was absolutely. Is that the one where you died? You turned into a skeleton. Yeah. You, yeah. you had a you had a wizard. No, that's Ghost and Goblins. Oh, oh okay. Ghost and Goblins. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Gauntlet. Gauntlet. You had a wizard. You had a warrior. You had an elf, and then yeah. you had a female character. But I'm not sure exactly. I can't remember exactly what her power. Female was. barbarian. Was a barbarian. Okay. Red but, Sonya is what she was. Yeah. 
but each one of them had individual strengths and weaknesses. But we always played as the elves because it was a because you had a missile weapons and a bow yeah. and arrow, and it was it was really a simplistic game. But at the same time, the higher you went up, the more and more ghosts you had to fight, and that game would get so intense, so quick. It was it was a lot of fun. Gauntlet and Golden Axe are the exact same yeah. game. Yeah, same thing. Just same. Gra- I think it's even the same. Both Sega games, but mm-hmm. yeah, the Golden Axe you only had like you had different people. You didn't have a. I don't think you had a woman warrior in Golden Axe, did you? You did. It, instead of the wizard, or instead of the elf, you had a. Um, uh, Dwarf. dwarf. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Ga- yeah. I remember Gauntlet more because later on, I can't remember exactly what year it came out, but they they ported it over to the old Nintendo Entertainment Center, and yeah. me and same same buddy, we had Nintendo Advantage controllers, so you yeah. hit that turbo, and it's just you know you go through there at them bow and arrows. And I mean, we get up to some really high levels. I don't even know if there was ever an end to it. I think it was just see there, how many. There is an ending because I've been watching a guy play it this week. Um, just coincidentally, y'all talking about it. Um, there is a level 100, but you have to find all the secret stages to unlock it to finish the game. That that would be absolutely a massive. I mean, you can't imagine how many ghosts and stuff you're fighting by that. I thought point. Aaron was going to drop a Dungeons and Dragons ending on us. There is a level 100. But in order to beat it, you have to kill yourself. You have to have a squirrel. You have to sell your soul. And two pigeon doves. <laughs> you must sacrifice. It's a, it's a brutal game. I've been watching a guy play it, and like you'll be like on eight level eighty five. You hit a warp, it takes you back to like level fifty and stuff. And it's, yeah, it's you know. it was messed up. Even on the Nintendo, it was intense. We played that forever. I've been yeah. looking for a version of it somewhere. For like on an emulator or something, but it's just it's just almost impossible to find. Check the PlayStation Store. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna see if that or Golden Axe is on there. One of the two. Aaron, I haven't, I haven't. what was the arcade place that we would go into at the Avenues Mall? I don't know the name of it. I was thinking it was Alliance Castle, but I realized I was thinking of Jefferson Mall. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember what the name of it was, uh, but that's where we first saw Mortal Kombat Two, and that. That kid almost beat me up. Um, Wait, what happened? <laughs> I I didn't understand the rules of oh, the arcade. You you jumped line, didn't you? I jumped in line because they they had their quarters resting up on the yeah by the screen. I you, didn't know what that meant. You I, broke yeah. the code, man. You broke the broke code. The yeah. Code. You probably took the quarter and used it. <laughs> what happened? Did he did he call you a name? Oh, no, he just he just like hey, I was dead. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And then I, I quickly got killed and done the game, and then it just left. <laughs> I was like, okay, forget <laughs> he it. Gave up. <laughs> I was like, forget it. Man, I, I remember us always wanting to play the X Men six player scroll yeah. screen game. Mm-hmm. That game was so fun. Like I know that they have the uh, the one up version. But it's still not the same. Mm-mm. Like if I could get one of those fully operational, massive ones in the basement, like have all of us come over one night and let's like just get our butts kicked by Magneto. We need to take a field trip to Rec Bar over in Jeffersonville. Yeah, um, or in uh, New Albany, I should say. The one in J Town is it's too cramped. It's too crowded. It doesn't have as much stuff. The one in in New Albany is massive and the top floor where like the restaurant part is there's a lot of games up there um mostly newer stuff and of course your dance dance revolutions your basketballs your footballs the basement though is all retro like they even have a nintendo setup that you can play Mm -hmm. but they also have it's none of the games are like past like 1995 maybe a little bit past that but like 
um, uh, NBA Jam, yeah. um, Gauntlet, Golden Axe. Uh, there's a whole half of it is pinball, half of it is arcade machines. Burger Time. Uh, what was the the beer game? Tap whatever. Uh, yeah, where they're sliding. Tapper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Tapper. it's just the history of video games. It's so awesome, and it, just like the old arcades, they have the old fashioned out of order signs on them when they need to be repaired. Yeah, and yeah. they've got pool and stuff like that there too. But it's it's really really fun in the the old school games in the basement. And of course they're cheaper. Like they're one token. You know, some of them are two. Stuff upstairs, there's like four or five tokens because like they're the newer games. Well, but. and that's and that's the thing is like, um, I don't think you can beat them old school games like that. And maybe it's just my age, but like you go out like the Chuck E. Cheese now, and they have some of the newer arcade games and stuff. But it's like, I don't really want to sit there and play a Walking Dead game. I just right. it's just Shoot the up. shooting games. The shooting games died with Operation Wolf for me. I mean that was that was the that was the game that I always played. As far as arcades go, as far as like uh, shooting games, because they had the Uzi, mm-hmm. and it, the, it you felt like you were getting somewhere on it because the first couple levels weren't too hard, and then it got real hard. But it's I love that game. It was it was one of those games. You, I think I, you, they used to have it at the old Target on Dixie Highway or the old Value mm-hmm. City. I can't remember which one it was, it was in. It was the Big Lots. Big yes, yeah, yes I was, it we're was. About that. the Big Lots there when it was over oh, here across Road. the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they had usually four or five games. They had Golden Axe. They had Shinobi. Oh yeah. They had um, the yeah uh, Operation Wolf. But the the interesting thing about the new arcade games is that they're not new. They're all the same thing. Like there's a Rambo game that came out recently. Why they wouldn't make a new Rambo game, I don't know. It's Operation Wolf. Yeah. It's not mounted, but it's this. It is where you don't move the character. All the screen moves. Yeah. You know. The Jurassic, the uh, um, Walking Dead game is the Jurassic Park shooting game where you sit in the jeep. You know, yeah. it's nothing is new anymore. Which is, you know, there's not a lot they can do. And I say, take that back. There's a lot of new games, but they're mostly like the um, uh, skill games. Mm-hmm. You know, those are so interesting now. And then also the the dancing games. And like, there's one that's like Beat Saber, but it's not Beat Saber. Yeah, yeah. The round one. It does a good. I mean, they have a very good fighting game section over in the back with the older games. But other than that, it's all the newer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What about this? Do you have a particular arcade memory that's like your favorite memory? Like, either you were like just in the zone playing a game, or you first played a certain game. Like, is there a certain arcade moment that stands out from for you? So, like for me. Mine was actually not too long ago. We were down in Florida a couple years back at Dave and Buster's, and it was this summer uh, special that they were running uh, for you could buy a game card for the week, and any non-ticket game or like redemption game, you could play unlimited for the week, and it was only like a twenty-dollar card, and so like Kenzie and I, we both got cards. And we spent hours like playing Mario Kart or shoot 'em games because you could just, I mean, you know, the the worst part about a game like like one of those shoot games is you would eventually die and you you didn't want to spend any more money. Right. But those games, since they weren't redemptions, like we could just keep scanning and scanning and made it up to like these levels that you never get to. And so we did all kinds of racing games and all kinds of stuff. And it was just like. Like that unlimited thing. Like every time we go down there since then, they never have it, and I haven't seen anything like that. But that's 
similar to what you talked about the other day with Chuck E. Cheese now. They had that unlimited gameplay for one hour. Yeah. It was similar to that, but of course, Chuck E. Cheese does, doesn't have the games no. that the Dave and Buster has. But that was just a really cool moment, and we really got to like get our fill in of playing games like oh, yeah. that. Um, Aaron, do you have a memory like that? I was going to mention two places we have down here in, in Texas. One is uh, I went to for Father's Day with, with my boys, and we my boys. it's called a. A free play, and you you pay like you know ten dollars a person. Then it's unlimited games once you get in there, and they have all the old arcade games, like probably like thirty pinball machines in there. They have like everything. Wow, that's so really we cool. played we played you know through the six player X Men me and the and my kids and uh, you know just all kinds of stuff. You know, do you got to take me so, to that place when next time I'm down there? Eric? Yeah, it's it's really neat. Uh, we also have the video game museum, the National Video Game Museum, and you literally go through and see like you know, there's like a giant pong game we when you walk in that you can play, and then you you know you can play Dragon's Lay or old Commodore sixty four or whatever, and and then when you get to the end of going through all the decades of the history and all the hands on displays, they have an actual old arcade. They give you so many tokens you can go in there and play all kinds of stuff. Really cool. So, if you're down in Texas, I'll, I'll show you these cool places. They're I'm there, cool. and you never take me to those places. You just take <laughs> well, me to Taco Casa, which is good, yeah. and the American Girl Store. That's all you ever take me to. Well, another thing, if you're ever down in Texas, he'll take you there. And if you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. You got to. You got to. Yeah. Charlie, best arcade memory? Uh, Walmart on Dixie Highway. The first game in the arcade that I actually like was good at most fighting games once you master them you can kind of button mash but samurai showdown was such an awesome game i remember standing oh, yeah. in front of walmart with my like one dollars worth of quarters and playing that game the whole time that the family was in walmart nice nice i don't know if i remember samurai showdown it's a good one yeah aaron or uh, john oh man um I think it wasn't even like me playing it, but it was just so uh, awesome for the day is watching somebody else play it at Chuck E. Cheese. One time when I was in there, there's a big crowd around them is when they first introduced Dragon's Lair and yeah. uh, Space Ace. And I mean, you never see you never seen anything like them before. And just the way they played the story behind them, the, when you died, you turn into that skeleton. It was just absolutely amazing. And for me, it was one of the greatest achievements in gaming. And I, I, I had it on computer back when I had an old Packard Bell 8 megabyte machine is getting Dragon's Lair on it and then finally beating that game. Yeah. Because that game was tough. I mean, it was a tough game to beat, but it was a lot of fun. But that's one of them. But I, I think another one for me would be when they introduced and you were playing the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the four the four player version. Yeah. Because man, you get on there and play as Donatello with that bow. It was great. It had that nice cartoon look to it. It was that it one was, and the X Men one is the, what stands out to me. Yeah. Most. It was it was hard, but it wasn't unbelievably hard. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was good entertainment, especially if you could find four people four people playing it at the same time. Right. And even if you didn't know them. Right. I mean, that happened to me a couple about a, I think it was last year we took my niece out to Chuck E. Cheese, and they had that game, but it was it was an updated version of it. It was a different version, but I uh, I had her, had her card that we'd bought and this one over was kind of playing around. And these two kids came up. They're probably about thirteen or fourteen, and they were kind of standing there. I say, "Hey, man, I can use all the help we can get. Let's go." 
and they were they were they jumped right in and you know three of us just dominated a board together before we didn't make it but it was yeah it was great but i mean you can't beat that old that old school and that that old uh, I'd love to have, like you said, you're talking about the X Men. I'd love to have one of them Ninja Turtle ones. Mm-hmm. There for a while, they put out the small version the of it, version. but you can't. You couldn't. I mean, after Walmart sold them out, they just they didn't have them anymore. Yeah. And that'd been great to have right down here in this corner. Oh, I yeah. think it'd been amazing to have. I remember the uh, the Simpsons fighting game was also really popular back then. The four player one. Yeah, a lot of people talk about that one. I don't. I don't think I was allowed to play it, Aaron. Yeah, we were not allowed to play it. I just remember it was it was popular. <laughs> Another one I was really into, and you could only find it like at the Chuck E. Cheese arcade, was the old Star Wars Death Star run. Yeah, and it was a black and they made a black one, and green. They made a one up of that one, did they? It was like this, it's in the seat, right? No, this was a oh. stand up one, and, and you, well, yeah, they did make a one up one of it. Yeah, but um, yeah, you just had the like the X wing fighter uh, yeah. steering gauge. You just had the buttons on top of it, but it was that it was like like green. Yeah, it, it wasn't much to it. It was just it was like a radar. Yeah, it was like almost. black and green, but they had all the sound effects. So like if you lost, it would say something like "I lost R two or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was all about. But it was it was a fun game for what it was. I mean, it was all pixel, but it yeah, it was amazing. I played yeah. that. I played that nonstop. Walmart on Dixie when I worked there on my breaks, I'd go out and I don't know how many dollars I pumped into NBA Jam. NBA back Jam back in like ninety yeah. uh, four ninety five. That yeah. was one of the. That was that was the, my game of choice back then. Charlie, last question: favorite all time arcade game to play? Probably Galaga. Okay, Galaga. John, um, I'm going to have to go with that Star Wars game. That's probably mm-hmm. the one that I remember the most when I played all the time. Aaron, uh, probably the X Men. I think yeah. that's the one we played the most. Yeah, that's the one it is for me. That or the Ninja Turtles one. I remember the you would want you would want Donatello or Leonardo because yeah. their bow or sword was a lot, yeah, a lot farther out. Um, <clears throat> all right, we're bringing back an old segment today. Uh, we're doing a little scarf and bar, Aaron. So you're gonna have to just play along at home with us. Uh, Charlie picked up. Charlie, I'll let you kind of introduce these things that you got for us here. These are called, uh, the brand is Clio. They are Greek yogurt bar in a chocolatey frost or coating. Not chocolate, chocolatey. Oh, gosh. Um, they are, uh, for those of you who track your macros, they're, they're really low in carbs and fat, and they're fairly high in protein. But they don't taste like a... Tim, the face Tim just made was priceless. This it stinks. I was trying not to make the same face. This thing smells like dog poop. Hey, dog poop is high in protein. Okay, but I'm going for it. Are we ready? John and Charlie have strawberry. I have vanilla. You want to trade? You want to trade the strawberry for the vanilla? This this smells terrible. Wow. You want to trade? I'm, I'm, taking a, I'm taking a bite and immediately grabbing my water. <laughs> I can. I'll trade you the. Mine's the str- already cracked open. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> All right, here we go. Maybe yours are bad because mine doesn't smell bad. <laughs> Maybe it's the vanilla. All right, here we go. Here we go. Oh God, mine. <laughs> mine, <laughs> mine tastes like it smells. <laughs> Sorry, I can't get that down. That's okay. They oh. were only a dollar. Oh. Jeez. 
Holy crap. <laughs> it's, like, it's like reverse puking. <laughs> it's like it, it coats your mouth. <laughs> oh, I can't stop tasting it. <laughs> or smelling it. Oh, gosh. I'm like swishing water in my mouth right now. I'm out of water. I gotta... Charlie's, Charlie's but... just down in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's stuck in my teeth. <laughs> okay. It's too bad Brian's not here. Oh. Oh my gosh. I can handle a lot of stuff. That was. I don't think they're bad. I just. I mean, as far as like. I don't think they're like rotted. I just don't think it's good. Have you ever tried them before? Oh know? yeah. Even on time. Ugh. It was. Uh, it was a combination of the taste and the texture. I'm not a big yogurt eater. Because I don't like the yogurt texture. Well, there you go. Well, see, I was I was expecting it to be more of a spongy cake form, like no, dry. No, no. And it's like it was like it was like putting modeling clay in your mouth that was like tart. Oh. And then it smelled. The smell just it's killed like me. Stuck in my molars, man. Yeah. See, I can't hardly eat Hershey bars anymore because they smell like dog poop. Ugh. All right. Well, no, well, that's, that's a definite barf. Hmm. Yuck. I wish we had the video cameras rolling tonight. <laughs> wow. Um, if you like this show, if you like arcade games, we'd love to hear what arcade games you love. Let us know in our comments on Facebook. <laughs> you hate Greek yogurt. If you oh. hate Greek yogurt bars, we're friends. We're kindred. <laughs> uh, if you love them, then I don't know what's wrong with you, Charlie. But yeah, uh, There's a lot, Tim. Gosh. <laughs> Aaron, I hope you loved it. Yours. Oh, it was great. What flavor did you have? What were we eating? I wasn't even listening. <laughs> Greek yogurt bars. Oh, I had um, Socrates or something. His was tahine flavored. Tahine. Um, anywho, give us a like wherever you listen. Five I wish stars. you could see Tim's face. It's stuck in my teeth, Charlie. I can't get it out. I can't see his face. My eyes are watered. So oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Brent. Oh, Aaron. Uh, there's nothing more fun than playing NBA Jam as Bill Clinton from downtown. <laughs>